Hey guys, it's me, Nasty Andy. Did you miss me? <laughs> I know you did, just say it. <laughs> it's okay if you miss me. I'd miss me too. But I've missed you guys. Alright, so let's just jump on straight into this, okay guys? Um, today's segment is going to be called Living Life. <laughs> okay. So I just want to put this out there, okay? I'm officially dating. Um, met me a very nice man. We have a lot in common. Um, he's about a year younger than me. We come from different backgrounds, which is fine. You know, I've, I enjoy meeting new people. We have a lot in common. Um, you know, we both like money. We both are, you know, entrepreneurs. We're both... Um, businessmen and women, you know, and uh, it's just, it's exciting. I'm, I'm very excited to actually meet somebody in the world that, you know, actually has stability for himself, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially for himself. And that's just, you know, very attractive. Um, and yeah, um, it's long distant, but we're, we're excited to just get to know each other um, you know, FaceTime, text, um, you know, it's just nice to get to know one another and I'm just very thankful for him. Thank you. Um, so let's just jump right into a joke. <laughs> okay. This is great. I, when I saw this joke, I had to put this in my podcast. <laughs> okay. How do you wake up Lady Gaga? <laughs> you poker face (laughs) i can't you know i'm a big lady gaga fan but that's just funny like poker face (laughs) that's too funny guys i hope that made your day like it made mine (laughs) all right Let's talk about it, guys. Music. Music can change the world's vibration. Music is healing. I love to just feel that beat. Like, I swear, I'm always dancing. Even when I don't want to, my little shoulder or my little toes tap or my little fingers. Like, I can't help it. I just, I love la musica. (laughs) I do have to tell you guys a funny story, though. This came up the other day because I was talking to my grandma and my aunt about my first experience of my first rock concert, my first hard, heavy metal rock (laughs) concert. So for those of you who don't know who In This Moment is... um, She's a bad bitch, and that band is amazing. I love all their music. Um, It's the kind of music I like to listen to at the gym. It hypes me up. But uh, So this was the first, um, you know, heavy metal concert I've ever been to. And my friend who took me, you know, I I wasn't... (laughs) I wasn't really dressed for, you know, a rock concert. I wore like high heel boots and like a leather jacket and I brought a purse, you know, I I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So, you know, the music's going on and, you know, we're having a jolly good old time. 
And all of a sudden, I see this guy, this fuckboy, push this girl. And I'm like, oh, hell no. And I'm like, hey, you know, like yelling at him. And then, you know, all of a sudden, like, the crowd starts coming towards me and like they start pushing me too so I had my purse on my right hand and I was like next to my friend and I'm like hold my purse you know and I was like cocking back and ready to like fight these motherfuckers (laughs) well come to find out I'm thrown into a mosh pit and my friend's like no Andy Andy no it's it's a mosh pit it's okay it's okay and I was like oh shit girl luckily you said something like these guys these boys were about to get hurt (laughs) my grandma and my aunt thought that was hilarious because you know I've always been known to be that you know that hard ass that girl who will fucking fight anyone and stick up and stand up for what is right and when I told my grandma and my aunt this story they were just cracking up and my aunt was like (laughs) she's like you crazy girl I was like I know and I'm like I'm just so thankful that I'm evolved now and you know I'll choose peace (laughs) I just figured I'd share that with you guys because you know (laughs) I always love telling my stories to you guys. It's fun. And I just want you guys to know me on a deeper level. Um, You know, and I've talked about it before. um, How much I love animals. And, you know, like, my career is really going towards um, animals as well. And... It's very exciting because I've always loved animals since I was a kid. Um, I was always nurturing animals back to health, you know, and like when I've lost an animal, you know, I, I grieve just like I would lose in a person because I feel like animals aren't just animals, they're family, they're friends, you know, and they're emotional support. Like there is, there's been so many times that my animals have just made me feel better and I would just lay right next to my dogs or, you know, go outside and pet my little dwarf goats or just, you know, go feed, hand feed my pig and, you know, go hold my chickens and my ducks and I just miss all my farm animals. I just miss all my animals. (laughs) I love animals so much. I want a little wiener dog. I want one so bad, but I want him to be so tiny, like just a little guy. And I'm manifesting this right now. I'm going to have a little wiener dog and his name's going to be Mr. Weenie. <laughs> he's going to be the cutest. He's going to wear like rhinestone collars and he's going to be bougie. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, my connection with animals is literally unreal. Um, So two years ago, I went to this pet store, this local pet store in Canyon City. um, And I was looking for a snake because I decided, you know, after my dad died, I was like, you know what? I want a snake because, you know, I've. I've always been to, been into snakes, but, you know, I didn't really know how to care for them. So I did my research and I was like, you know what? I want a snake. And 
crazy thing is, is, you know, I'm very spiritual and I'm very religious. And after my dad passed away, um, my family and I, I asked them if we could do a prayer. And, you know, they were all like, sure. So, you know, a group of us got together and I led us in a prayer and I did a snake prayer, which was, you know, to help us be reborn, shed old skin, you know, and um, to give us strength and, you know, vitality and just help us prosper and be reborn, you know, because grieving my dad was hard. So, um, you know, I was on the lookout for a snake at this pet store and, um, the the lady tells us, yeah, we have ball pythons. So I was like, oh, okay, well, can we go see the snake? She's like, yeah, sure. So we're walking through, you know, and there's all these animals. They're just like in their little cages and, um, it was like some Lion King shit. I'm, I shit you not guys. I, (laughs) I was like blown away. I was like, what the fuck? Like it's the circle, the circle of life. I was like, what is going on? I swear to you guys, I would not lie to you. All the animals were at attention when I walked by. When I walked in, Rosie the red parrot, she was going crazy and being very vocal. Like it was so loud, it was hurting our ears. Um, The lizards and the iguanas that were in their um, cages, their glass cages, I swear to God, they were literally looking at me and followed me and watched me just walk past them. It was some crazy shit. Um, the tarantulas, there, because she has a bunch of tarantulas down at that pet store. And the tarantulas were like leaning up against the glass and their little legs, their front legs were just up on the glass and they were just staring at me. And I'm like, this can't be real. Like, what the fuck is going on? You know, and all the snakes were awake and moving and out and about and just like rising to the top of the cage. And I'm like, what is going on? And then I noticed that there's one uh, glass case that there's no snake in there. So I asked her, I go, what was in there? And she goes, oh, that's that's a new guy. She goes, he's a ball python. And I was like, oh, well, can we see him? And he was like hiding under this little like rock it was like a rock slash like bridge it was like a little because snakes like to hide under things like that and once she pulled him out and I saw him he had the markings written down all alongside of his body that said Bobo And that's my dad's freaking nickname. Like, he's had that name since childhood. And that's like the town knows him as Bobo. Tell me that's not fucking crazy, you know? And I had to have him. I, you know, I hocked up 300 bucks because I wanted him so bad. And I would use him. 
I would always use him in my prayers, my blessings, you know, I would use him in my spells. I don't do bad spell work. I do, you know, a lot of positive um, manifesting for humanity, for myself, for my family, my loved ones. But yeah, he was just, he'd always wrap around my hand and, you know, he loved to just, I'd put him on my neck and he would just love to, you know, caress my body and he just loved me and I loved him so much he was he was the cutest um unfortunately he he was so young too when I got him um I only had him for about maybe four months and then he just freaking disappeared um so we still don't know what happened to Bobo (laughs) so I don't know I I don't know but I just thought I'd share that story with you guys because you know if you ever thought about getting a snake definitely get a snake because ball pythons are the shit um so let's hop right into this creativity creativity okay um I'm impressed. I've seen so many people just how creative they are nowadays. And it just blows my mind, you know, because creativity is a gift. It is a gift. And, you know, not everybody has it. Um, I'm a very creative being. And, you know, I my creativity started to come out when I was very young. And, um, you know, when you're poor... You learn how to use what you have. Um, My dad always said less is more. And I believe it. I do. Because there's so many creative things that I did as a kid. You know, even with food. Like, I'm very creative with, you know, what I can cook. And, like, snacks I can prepare my kids. You know, desserts. Like, all of it. And... When I was a kid, I couldn't afford all the nice clothes that the girls were wearing in the 90s. Um, I became creative and started taking old thrift store clothes and altered them to the way that I wanted. Um, I used to go to the Goodwills with my grandparents all the time in Denver um, because I was always staying with my grandparents in the weekends or in the summer or like over winter break or any holiday breaks I always wanted to be at my grandparents house in Denver and they would always take me to thrift thrift store shopping and um I'd always just find like amazing stuff and I I love the fact that somebody else owned it because it's like you know you could just feel their energy and I like to recycle clothes and fabric um My style and fashion sense has always been very unique and misunderstood. I love fashion. I cannot express that enough. (laughs) And I say that with excitement because I really do. And I always have since I was a kid. Um, When I was a little girl, my grandma Shirley, um, my grandmother who lived in Denver, she had a dressing room with just a whole room that was dedicated to just hair makeup jewelry you know all her all her accessories and that's why i have a dressing room because i envied my grandmother 
because I was like, when I grow up, I'm going to have one of these dressing rooms to myself. I call it the cougar cave. <laughs> it's my liger den. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would sneak into my grandma Shirley's dressing room. And I would try on all her heels, her fur coats, her dresses, and a ton of her jewelry. And I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure she had a clue, but I would always make it seem like I, was, I wasn't doing that. <laughs> but I did. I just loved going in there and, and just pretending I was... Because she had a vanity, and I would just be in front of the vanity and putting on her lipstick and pretending that I was famous and like in my dressing room just waiting to go on stage (laughs) um what I've learned though is when life deals you a shitty hand throw on your poker face don't fold just sit back with confidence and say I'll see you five and raise you ten play the game and finish Find your peace. I will admit, there is days when people piss me off. But when I can control myself, I'm very proud of myself. It took a lot of work to be able to do that. (laughs) I used to Hulk smash bitches and men because they just were crazy and pushed me to the limit. And, you know, there is days that I really do want to just say, fuck that bitch. But instead I say... No, Anne is a nice lady. I am kind. I'm evolved. I'm calm. I am peace. I choose peace. <laughs> and y'all are lucky that I have that that uh, discipline. <laughs> Let me tell you a story, okay, guys. You know, you all know I was bullied growing up. Um, so this kid who made my life a living hell, you know, he used to call me fat and bully me all the time and harass me and taunt me. And, you know, one day I just got fed up with it and I just, I kicked his ass. I picked him up and body slammed him and just got on top of him and started wailing on him. (laughs) And, you know, my brother and his friends just sat there and watched and my brother's friends were like, should we go help her? And my brother's like, nah, dude, she's good. She's got it. (laughs) But I did, you know, I didn't want to have to do it to this kid. But, you know, I got permission from my grandpa that if people want to call you fat and, and, and piss you off, give him the whole fucking fire so I did you know and so after that I gained a little respect from him you know and I'm not gonna say his name but um you know as as we grew up you know he'd always just kind of joke around with me and be like oh uh, I would say this but you'd probably kick my ass again I'm like damn right I would Like, you want this again, mister? (laughs) You want some chingasos? Because I'm passing them out. (laughs) You hungry? I got a couple knuckle sandwiches in my purse. (laughs) But no, so, you know, I did. I gained respect because he's like, okay, she's not going to put up with my shit. Well, my dad was the, you know, head honcho down at uh, his company, um, Applegate insulation green fiber um and you know my dad was in charge of hiring people and firing people you know he was just the the number one boss man 
So my dad always, you know, asked for my opinion. My dad would always talk to me about everything that was going on in his life, whether it was business, money, finances, you know, whatever. My dad, health, all of it. My dad was always asking me for my advice. So my dad was like, hey, uh, I got a question for you. And I said, yeah, what's that? He's like, well, we're going to say his name's Billy Bob. (laughs) He said, well, Billy Bob applied here today at the plant. And I wanted to know what you think about him. And I said, dad, that's the guy that I beat up. Remember, I beat his ass out in the street in front of the school and wailed on him for calling me fat and he's like oh I thought that name sounded familiar and I said yeah and my dad goes well should I not hire him then and I told my dad I said look we've had our differences but you know this guy you know we're not kids anymore we're both adults he has kids I have kids you know and I think you should hire him um you know give him a chance because you know everybody deserves a chance and who knows he could be a total different person and he could possibly be a good worker so and you know I knew that he had kids and I knew that he was struggling financially and mentally and emotionally. So I told my dad, you know, just hire him and see where it goes because, you know, at the end of the day, he's got a family he needs to provide for. And my dad was like smiled from ear to ear and he's like, all right, I'll give him a chance. And I learned that from my dad. I learned that, you know, give people an opportunity to prove themselves you know um don't judge somebody from their past you know give them an opportunity to redeem themselves you know and um my dad ended up hiring him and he ended up being a pretty good worker and was there until the plant burned down and um i'm just you know happy that i could be a part of that and and help um him find some kind of you know stability financially and you know mentally and emotionally and just I know he struggled for years to find a job and that was just awesome um (laughs) I do have another story though about one of my bullies (laughs) this one's kind of funny because this bitch had it coming okay so I was a I was a cocktail waitress down at uh this local bar in Canyon City and my friends were bartenders and (laughs) so I see this fucking girl she comes strutting in you know and she was such a bully she was she was a total raging bitch like every time you just saw like every time you seen her like it was just like total cunty vibes like ugh like you just literally wanted to leave the room because she entered the room <laughs> so you know she was a tramp as well and she ended up giving my ex 
<laughs> oral sex, you know? And uh, that was kind of part of the reason. Oh, shit. I just dropped my crystal. My amethyst. That means I need to get grounded. That See? It's because we're talking about this bitch. So I'm going to hold my crystal. So, <laughs> But yeah, okay. So she gave him oral sex. And that was, you know, one of the reasons why we broke up. So, you know, I'm standing at the back of the bar and I'm loading up my tray and she's just sitting there staring at me. So I tell my bartender, I go, hey, I want to buy that girl at the end of the bar a drink. And she's like, bitch, what are you up to? And and she's like, I know who that is. She's like, you want to buy her a fucking drink? I'm like, yeah, girl. I'm like, I just, you know, I want to just, it's a peace offering. I want to buy her a shot. And she's like, okay. So I was like, how much do I owe you? And she's like, five bucks. I'm like, all right. Give her the $5 out of my out of my little clutch bag that I carried around <laughs> while I worked. <laughs> and she goes, what do you want to buy her? And I go, <laughs> let's buy her a blowjob shot. And my friend was like, are you serious? And she's laughing. I'm like, yeah. I'm fucking serious. (laughs) And I was like, but I want you to give it to her and tell her, hey, the lady over there bought you a shot. And she's like, okay. (laughs) So I'm just standing there smiling, you know, and my friend's making the blowjob shot and she like tops it off with whipped cream and a blowjob shot you have to take with no hands you have to just do it with your mouth and and tuck and throw your head back and just let it slide down your throat and she's used to that so i i figured it would just slide real easily down her little fucking throat (laughs) so then you know i'm watching and the bartender's like oh yeah the girl over there bought you a shot and she's all smiling you know like oh she's all flattered someone bought her a shot and then she she sees that i'm the lady who bought her the shot and she's like you bitch you dirty bitch (laughs) it was great it was epic you know and then i just you know took off and i was like you're welcome And, you know, I don't really care if this bitch doesn't like me because she doesn't even like herself. So at the end of the day, we'll pray for you, baby girl. I still want to see everybody eat, just not at my fucking table, okay? (laughs) We're going to call her Blowjob Betty. So good luck in life, Blowjob Betty. (laughs) All right, guys, I got a quote, okay? First of all, let me tell you, y'all need to read more. Knowledge is power, okay? And the quote is, reading to the mind is what exercise is to the body. Work out your mind. Reading is my favorite thing in the whole entire world. I love to do it. I love to just getting nice little comfy pjs and cozy up in my bed or you know even in my car like when i'm waiting for my kids you know i'll just read a nice little book and 
as a kid, I would always ride my bike down to the library and I would just always be hanging out in the library. I just like the smell of books. I just like the energy in libraries. Like you could just feel that so many smart, intelligent, intellectual people are in there and just, you know, they're, they're just open-minded to just learn. And I love that. Um, many people think I'm some dumb bimbo with big tits, okay? But in reality, I am so fucking intelligent. Sometimes I scare myself. I'm like, bitch, how did you know that? Like some some of the stuff I know about the human body and, you know, the, the, the mind, body, soul, you know, the human psyche, animal psyche. I'm just like, bitch, how did you know that? Like, what? <laughs> But I do. I, I read a lot and I learn about everything. Like I, you know, one thing that I really want to get into as well is, um, you know, learning stocks and bonds and, you know, I, I want to learn more about finances and just Bitcoin and I want to learn it all. My grandpa always taught me to play dumb when I was younger so people don't know your next move and then you'd never have to be forced into eating the cheese on somebody because you just act like you don't know so you don't have to so you don't have to cough up the truth (laughs) my grandpa would always say that honey don't you ever eat the cheese don't you be a rat and eat the cheese on people just pretend you don't know and I'm like all right all right grandpa (laughs) you know it's like life is like a fine game of chess You know, you don't want anybody to know your next move. And (laughs) I feel like that Kanye meme that says, gotcha. When people figure out, oh shit, she's actually really fucking bright and intelligent. When people actually can have a decent, you know, intellectual conversation with me, they always say, oh my God, you're so smart. Like, how do you know all that? And I'm like, I read. (laughs) I love it. Um... People try to bamboozle me all the time, but they never can. I just evil laugh like, <laughs> like I literally do. I just sit there and think like, you think you think you had me, huh? <laughs> Boy, are you wrong? I work so hard in life, guys. So I don't have to introduce myself. I just let it be known in a room full of. I'm a shark and they're all guppies, you know, and I just let them know like, hey, I'm here. Hi, how you doing? (laughs) My life is coming together in divine timing and it couldn't be any more amazing. And I just I'm very appreciative and grateful and I want to give a shout out to everybody that has been on this journey with me and has watched me prosper and evolve and become the higher version of myself. And I just want to remind you guys that you can do it too. And let me teach you how. And don't forget, patience is key, guys. If you ain't got patience, you need to learn it. I'm telling you, if you have patience, all good things will come. Okay, and I just got to close this. I got to close this out real quick because I got shit to do today. I got MILF duties, but I want to end this with um, 
a page out of Acts of Faith, Daily Meditations for People of Color. It's one of my favorite little books. And here we go. May 10th. Grandma's hands used to issue out a warning. Baby, don't you run so fast. There might be snakes in that grass. That was by Bill Weathers. We cannot rush the sunrise or pay to bring on the full moon. Winter knows exactly when to turn into spring and nothing can coax the grass to come up before it's ready. As we move through life, we must accept that everything will happen when it is supposed to happen. Accepting that will teach us patience. Days and nights whiz by. Frizzled minds, pressured people come and go. Worry, anxiety, and fear do not concern the laws of nature. Nature knows that destiny takes its time. The key to patience is trusting the inner presence that knows exactly what you need. That inner presence always, oh, that inner presence allows everything to unfold divinely at just the right time. Be patient and trust you will get exactly what you want, especially if the great grandmothers have anything to say about it. And here's an affirmation. I wait patiently on my good. Oh, I love that. That was honestly probably one of my favorite pages out of this book um, because, you know, my my grandmothers, my great-grandmothers are guiding me and thank you, great-grandmothers, for sending me all these amazing, beautiful things in my life. Thank you. And I just want to... Um, tell you guys that I believe in you, believe in yourself, love yourself. I love you. Be patient, read more, be kind, be love, love unconditionally, and always, always remember, I'm always here for you and keep going. Because your life is exactly the way that you want it to be. Just be patient. Everything is happening in divine timing. Namaste. Mwah!